Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on? This is Gordon and welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. Now this podcast and all of this content is for you if you feel like you've tried it all. You've tried every diet, every meal plan, every shake, every pill under the sun and you still struggle to get that weight off and you still struggle to get into the body of your dreams. That is what we do. That is what we focus on all day, every single day. And in this podcast, you're going to hear nothing but strategies and how we do that every single day. So if you get value out of this, and I know that you will, go over to iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and make sure you share this with a like-minded friend. All right. With that being said, let's dive right into the show. All right. We are live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Permanent Weight Loss. Uh, This is Gordon here with Scott. And um, we've got a pretty cool show here today. So for those of you who celebrate Merry Christmas or Christmas Eve, it's the day before Christmas. Um, I'm a big fan of Christmas myself. Scott's obviously the Scrooge here, which is why one of us is festively dressed up and one of us is not. Um, but anyways, I, I do love this season. Just, you know, I don't know. Figured I'd share that for a moment. But this is going to be a really good show. We've got something really cool here to talk about. And... I know that if this has been an issue for you for any amount of time, that some of these things are going to strike a chord for sure. Okay. So um, what we're really picking apart here are a lot of the lies that you've been told. Okay. So believe it or not, I don't know. If, I really don't know where most people are. I, I, every time I think I do, I, I end up like being humbled by the whole thing. But believe it or not, when it comes to the fitness and health industry and weight loss industry, which is like a $60 billion a year industry, by the way, the majority of the information that you're being marketed from companies, not small companies either. These are big companies, big supplement companies, big exercise and fitness companies are lies. Okay. Downright lies on how to lose weight, how to sustain weight loss, how to get momentum, um, nutrition stuff, right? Training, working out, things like that. Everything across the board, a lot of what you're told are lies. Okay. So what we're going to get into here today are five in particular, there's many more than that, but five lies that we think are very, very important to know that just aren't true. Okay. So uh, before we jump in, guys, if you're watching this on Facebook, go check us out on our podcast. Okay. It's called the Permafit Life Podcast. There are I don't even know now, 100 and I always lose count, 135, 140 episodes at the moment, somewhere in that range of content, a lot of which is not here on Facebook. Okay. So there's a lot there. Um, and we dive deeper into some other things that we just don't really touch on here and vice versa. Guys, if you're listening to this on the podcast, go over to Facebook, check out our Facebook group, our pay, our private Facebook group. It's private, but it's, it, it's, it's open to everyone. You just have to apply to to be let in. It's called the art of permanent weight loss. And we do these lives every single week, as well as a lot of other content. So if this is an area where you're struggling and looking for more information, more training, more insight, then pop over there, check that out and connect with us. Let's see if we can help you and get you unstuck and get you moving in the right direction. Okay. So, all right, guys, let's jump right in. So the first thing that we want to talk about, because what we're really addressing here again, are the biggest fattest lies of the fitness and weight loss industry. Okay. These are the things that have kept you stuck, the lies that have kept you stuck. Okay. And the first one is that you have to eat clean. Okay. You hear this all the time. You hear this from companies and brands who just coincidentally promote a lot of clean eating products that they sell. Right. And they say, look, you got to eat clean. You got to eat clean to get the result that we're talking about. Okay. And when they say eat clean, if you kind of peel that back a little bit, what you're going to find is what they really mean is, we, they want you to eat uh, like organic, like you, you know, USDA, whatever, um, whole 30 kind of stuff, all whole foods, 
nothing from a box, nothing with a preservative, blah, blah, blah. Right. And you hear this. And the first thing that is, is like taken away from that is like, okay, all right, nothing from a package, you know, nothing from a box, nothing frozen. And by the way, what, one of the little things that spirals off of this is like, when you go shopping, you, you can't go through the middle aisles of the store, right? You're supposed to just like walk around the outside. You guys ever heard that before? So you, that, that lets you hit like the produce, um, the bakery section, the, the meat section, right? And then that's it. Um, so, which I always thought was kind of funny. And the lie here, guys, is that you have to do that. And the reality is that you don't, okay? I want you to really understand that. You do not need to eat nothing but clean foods. In fact, I did an entire episode on this um, a while back and that one aired on the podcast as well too about just clean eating. It's like an hour long of content. The reality is you don't need to do that. Okay, and if you really start asking that question and I, and I, and I actually implore all of you who are going through this process and trying to make a change, when you get a piece of information or, or something fed to you, question it. Right. Trust, but verify. There's nothing wrong with questioning the information that's coming to you. In fact, you should, especially around this stuff. So when it comes to clean eating, if you were to like ask yourself what that really means, like really try to, to, to get some clarity around that and a definition around that, you end up going down this rabbit hole where you, you don't have a conclusion that makes any sense. Okay. It's actually bullshit. Okay. So clean eating, if you really want to get into it, like whole foods, right? We'll just real quick, we'll go down this. Whole foods. Let's talk about whole foods. Whole foods are what? They're things from the earth, right? And like vegetables, plants, plant-based foods. Okay. So what makes it, is, 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 are all whole foods clean? So if you keep going down that path, you'll find that a lot of them actually aren't. They're genetically modified or they have pesticides on them that have been used in their development and their growth and their harvesting. And then they are all processed too, right? What constitutes processing? Processing is any machining, any machine separating, any machine handling of things, any kind of processing at all. So my whole point in bringing that up, guys, is that the, the term clean food or clean eating or a clean diet means actually a million different things. And at the end of the day, you need to understand that it's actually bullshit. <laughs> you do not need to do that, especially when the goal is what we're talking about here, which is body fat loss, weight loss, and body transformation. Okay, whether that's like 10 pounds of body fat or 100 pounds of body fat, whole foods are not the secret weapon like people think they are. Or clean eating, I should say, is not the secret weapon that people think it is. Okay, so I want that to really sink in. That's like the first and foremost uh, biggest lie. Okay, and it kind of feeds right into the second one, which is that you can never eat sugar and you, and you should really significantly or almost entirely cut out your carbs. Like that's the lie that people tell you. You need to eat low carb, you need to eat low sugar or zero sugar to get the result that we're talking about, to lose weight, lose body fat, get that body transformation. And the reality here is that that is also bullshit. Okay. <laughs> it really is. And so, you know, if you, if we really like pick apart carbs and pick apart sugars, first of all, what is sugar? Sugar is just a carbohydrate. We'll know. And what are carbohydrates? Guys, carbohydrates fall under the umbrella of macronutrients. Okay. There's only three macronutrients, right? Proteins, fats, and carbs. And they are called macronutrients for a reason. They are, they're macro. They are high, meaning your body, your human body thrives on high quantities of those macronutrients. Okay. And when I say high quantities, I mean, you know, tens and tens, dozens and dozens of grams a day, sometimes hundreds of grams a day, not like, you know, one, one thousandth of a CC of what, you know, like you need to actually have macro values of these things. And if you don't, and carbohydrates in particular, what you're going to find is that your energy, your, your, your physical energy, the, you know, the, the get up and go that you have will be depleted significantly. Your strength and performance in any sort of athletic situation, whether that's training in gym, like resistance training, whether that's like trying to do any kind of cardio, anything is going to suffer. Okay. Your physical energy and your physical ability to have stamina to continue doing an activity is going to suffer. All right. So carbohydrates, not only do they provide that energy, but the other thing is they actually 
do other things too. They like they they supply. Um, if you guys are not familiar with some of these terms, they supply glycogen. Okay, they supply they provide ATP, which is kind of like a next level of what I just mentioned earlier about energy. But they also provide calories. Okay, they provide calories, and your body is nothing. It doesn't do anything. It can't do anything. Certainly can't burn body fat if you don't have any calories in your system to enable that to happen. Okay, so carbs and sugars, you don't need to cut those out. Okay, in fact, every client that works with us, the first thing I tell them is, we're going to have you have carbs. Okay, we're going to have you have quite a few carbs. Okay, I don't necessarily care where the number falls. Sometimes depends on the person, but we're going to have you eat carbs. Okay, I want you to still be able to eat bread, rice, oats, oatmeal, uh, potatoes, right? Things like that that are like forbidden in all these other bullshit diets. Okay, so the second lie, guys, that you can't eat sugars and that you can't eat carbs is just that it is a complete lie. Okay, and then last thing I'll say on that is if you have any ambition of building muscle and like actually getting that like lean sort of beach lean athletic physique where you have like muscle definition and some curves and some lines in your body and you're not eating carbs good luck it's not going to happen you're not going to be able to build muscle without putting carbs in your body okay right and and i'm not going to really get into the keto conversation here because I know that 99.99999% of people cannot sustain the ketogenic diet, nor should they, because it's unrealistic and it's almost impossible to follow for more than like a week. So we're not really going to talk about it because I think that whole diet in general is kind of bullshit. So whatever. Anyways, so Scott, man, um, let's, let's talk about sugar real quick. Did you at any point, when you started actually having success in your transformation, at any point during that part, again, where you actually had success, did you cut out carbs and sugars? Um, so I cut out carbs and sugars when I didn't know what to do and I did not have success. So when I started to get like really lean and fit was when I started to eat like far more carbs than I ever had in my life. And those were not always good healthy carbs quote unquote they were carbs that came from pizza and other things too right so oh, hold on hold on hold on hold on it was very parallel so you mean to tell me that you were able to eat a slice of pizza and bread and sugar and chips and fruit and candy and lose body fat and achieve a transformation successfully is that what you're saying yeah, not not only is the answer yes i didn't see results until i did that until i really understood it um so from two standpoints is one as you know being the the studly science man that you are huh. um how the body works and responds to muscle growth and body fat loss but the flip side to that too on top of all of that is the mental aspect of trying to go through life without eating foods you want to eat. Because, you know, I always joke around with people, but if someone says not to think of a white elephant, what's the first thing you think of? A white elephant. So any form of restrictive dieting is destined to fail. So not only do you not need to do it, right? Because most women, I'd say most women, they're, you know, some are severely overeating. That does happen. Some are severely undereating. Some are not eating any carbs. Some are, you know, and Gordon, how many women do we get on the phone with that? You know, they're eating very little. They're working out seven days a week and they're actually gaining weight. Right. At least so yep. again, yeah, people have been lied to by this industry over and over and over and over and over again it's very easy to make a diet sound sexy slap a name to it and there you go and you know it's known as a diet and it's funny because i even see like i see people on like google you could see like you know searches i see people googling permafit diet and it drives me nuts because like we are the anti-diet there is no diet you should never go on a diet a diet is a start and a stop yeah so there's still people that are like, hey, I want to know what this permafit diet's all about. There is no permafit diet. <laughs> there's no permafit diet. There's no diet. 
like if, if you could just get that across, there's no diet. Any diet means that there's a temporary period you're going to eat like that. The only way you should be eating is in a way you could do forever. And the only thing you'll be able to do forever is to eat some carbs and sugar, right? Because you're a human, you're not a robot. There's a couple freaks in nature that could go without carbs and sugar for eternity, you know, and even those people still don't see the same results because like Gordon said, you need carbs if you want to actually transform your body, not just lose some weight, but transform your body. Yeah. And guys, I want to be really clear about something. Okay. So um, it is 325 in the afternoon on Christmas Eve right now. And I am drinking a large, uh, this is Starbucks. What do they call it? Vente? Vente, which is the biggest. 30 ounces, I think. Pumpkin cream cold brew coffee. Okay. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because I think this is like a 300 calorie coffee or something along those lines. The reason I'm saying that is because this is the type of thing that people think that, especially someone like me, should never, ever, 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 ever be touching. Never in a million years can you touch something like that and get the result that we're talking about. Do I drink six of these a week? No, I don't. I definitely don't. Okay. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with sugar. There's absolutely nothing wrong with refined sugar. There's absolutely nothing wrong with fructose. There's certainly nothing wrong with carbohydrates. Okay. So yes, we talk about quality of sources. We talk about having a, a good profile that's split up, right? And well, relatively diverse. We do talk about micronutrients. Like those things are important guys for sure. But again, I want to be crystal clear here. Sugar and carbs, if we're talking about body fat loss and weight loss transformation, please understand carbs and sugars are not your enemy. Okay, like Scott said, they're actually your friend, especially carbs. Carbs are your friend. If you want to build out the result that we're talking about, carbs are your friend. Okay, so I, I, can't, I can't say that any clearer but I, I still am going to say it over and over and over and over again because I really want that to hammer home. And I know a lot of times repetition is what it takes for that kind of thing to get just nailed in. So let's move on to this next one, okay? So, so far, the first lie is that you have to eat clean to get the result we're talking about and maintain it, okay? Not true. Second one is you have to cut out all your carbs or, or seriously cut them down and restrict them to almost zero and sugars. Also a lie. Okay. Also bullshit. Okay. The third one is, and, uh, and this is actually, this is a really good one. Okay. Is that after 35, the 35 to 40 range age range, it all goes downhill. I mean, how many people have said that kind of thing at some point in your life or heard somebody else say it that, Oh, I'm over, I'm over 40. I'm over 38. Like I noticed it all started to slow down once I hit 40. Look, I understand why you're saying that, but Let's kind of, let, let's just pick it apart. Okay. So your metabolism doesn't like take this huge hit when you turn 40. Okay. It's not, it's not like someone, some, some like little genetic little goblin walks over to the, the, the metabolism switch and goes, oh, he's 40 now, or she's 40 now. She's 38. Now let's, let's take this thing off. She's starting to have premenopause symptoms. Bang. Let's not, let's nail this thing. Right. It, it doesn't happen like that. Okay. Your metabolism will slow down much later in life. Okay. Here's what actually happens. And this is the reason why people think your metabolism is slowing down. What actually happens is your muscle mass that you have through your teens, through your 20s, whether you're overweight the whole time or not, you still have muscle mass on your body. <clears throat> Once you get into your mid to late 30s and into your 40s, your body has a hard time keeping that muscle mass. Okay, Your muscle mass will slowly start to atrophy. If you don't know what that word means, it basically means like the degeneration of muscle, the deconstruction of muscle. Okay. So your body will slowly start to atrophy the muscle. Okay. And if you're not training, that muscle will, it'll, it'll almost the the process of degeneration will be accelerated. Okay. The atrophy process will be accelerated. And so that we see a lot of athletes who were athletic in college, athletic in high school, they were super fit right? And then they got into their 20s, they could kind of maintain it relatively well, probably contributing to that is 10, 15 years of conditioning leading up to that point. 
But then they get into their 30s and they have kids and they have a family and then they get into their mid to late 30s into their 40s and they find themselves 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds heavier. And it's like a completely different existence. They don't know why. And the reason is it's not their metabolism slowing down. It's that all that muscle that they had built up when they were in their 20s is now like depleting. It's going away. It's atrophying, right? And that is a huge contributor to your body's burning of energy, your body's burning of calories. And that's also a huge contributor to keeping the composition more in favor for that lean physique that we're talking about, right? So that is the, the, the number one reason why people over 35 and 40 start to think that it's so hard now. It's so hard once you get to this age range. But the reality is, again, that's not true. So what we do here is we, we, we prove these, these people wrong, right? We prove these people wrong. Um, and, you know, Scott went through his transformation, late 30s. His wife went through it, late 30s. And, it, and so many of our clients come through in their late thirties and forties and even into their fifties and, and, and older, and they are able to change their body composition through training the way that we teach it. Okay. Which is like three to four days a week. It's not this big, crazy thing. And all, you know, almost 95% of our clients work out from home, but you're doing this thing in the right way with the right strategy to build that muscle mass. <clears throat> and what you do and what our clients do all the time is they basically prove that inner voice that they had that was yapping at them that your metabolism is so slow now because you're over 40. They, it proves that voice wrong. It shuts that voice up. Okay. It completely shuts it up and it replaces it with a completely different set of, of inner dialogue, like parameters and rules. Right. So um, again, just to be crystal clear, <clears throat> over 35, over 40, over 45, your metabolism <laughs> has hardly changed at all. Okay. Again, what has happened is your body composition is changing because your strategy is not in line with keeping it. Okay. And it was never in line with keeping it. Right. And one note on that, if you were like a division three college athlete, and again, we have plenty of, of clients who were that 15, 20 years ago, if that was your past, you know, you went through hell to create that result. And that's amazing. That's great but you don't need to do that to get the result we're talking about. And you also can't rely on that to do it again. Okay. Cause you're just not going to be able to. Right. And so the, the, the issue with, with athletes <clears throat> is that they're coming from that mindset that I got to train the way my coach taught me when I was in high school or college. Right. And, and that mindset has created what has created this dialogue in your head. <laughs> right. And that dialogue is what leads a lot of people in that situation down a path where they're truly miserable in their body and they'll never get out of it because they think that they need to do all these crazy things the way that they did back when they were actually competing for something. Okay. So, um, again, the point here, once you're over 35, over 40, your metabolism isn't screwed. Your strategy just kind of sucks. Okay. And that's okay though. That can be fixed. Right. So keep that in mind. Um, so the fourth one, let's move on to this fourth one here. Okay. Uh, this is a good one too. So people are of the belief that in order to get the result we're talking about, to change their body composition, to lose that 50 pounds, to really get in shape and stay there, that they have to be perfect 100% of the time. Okay. Both with their nutrition and with their training and supplementation and whatever, like all this stuff has to be absolutely perfect. They can't miss a rep. They can't miss a set. They certainly can't miss an entire workout. That would be blasphemy. They can't like deviate from their diet. They can't deviate from their meal plan. And guys, <clears throat> this could not be farther from the truth. This is a complete lie. In fact, this is one of the number one things that we teach to every single one of our clients in our Permafit Life System Academy course is about flexibility and adherence, okay? Flexibility and adherence. If you want any hope, if you want any hope at all to be able to maintain this result for the long term sustainably, right, over time, then you need to have set up a, a whole lifestyle here that is adherable. You can adhere to it and is sustainable, right, but also flexible. Okay, so you can adhere to it and it's also flexible. So when I say flexible, what do I mean? I mean that your programming can't be so tight 
that if you miss one day, the whole thing is screwed. Okay, it can't be so regimented that you have to work out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And if you miss one, then the whole thing is screwed up. Okay, same thing with new. If you have it set up so tightly and so regimented that you must hit 1,732 calories and it has to be made up of 191 grams of protein, 56 grams of fat, and like 211 grams of carb. Like if you have it set up that way and you try to hit those, you're going to have a day where you don't, right? And then you're going to completely beat yourself up. And that's just one example. I think the, the area where we see this the most, and Scott, I think you can probably agree with me on this, is, you know, people start a diet, right? And diets actually require you to be perfect. Diets, that's diet mentality, guys. Diets and meal plans require you to be perfect, and if you follow a diet to a T, yeah, most of the time you're going to lose some weight. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Right. It's also a terrible way to live and you're going to be probably miserable and irritable at the same time. Right. But you will lose weight. Okay. But what happens is people will follow a diet. They might get a little bit of, of success of results there where they lose 15 pounds in like two weeks and they think that it's the magic of the diet and they think that they're, you know, whatever, this is the end for them and all that. And then they, they move forward off of that diet and things go to hell, but they still have with them that mentality that when I start something new, whatever it is, I have to be 100% perfect. If I don't, I'll never be successful. And <clears throat> Scott, what is, I'm just going to let you talk about this, man. So what is the number one thing about flexibility and adherence that we say to our clients all the time when they have like something coming up, like an event, like Christmas dinner or a birthday party? What is the number one thing that we always tell them when it comes to like deviating from your, your normal caloric intake or, you know, having a, that cookie when normally you wouldn't have that, that kind of stuff? What, what, what is that? What does that look like, that conversation? Yeah, I mean, it's so common that because so many women have this belief that it has to be all or nothing, black or white, zero or 100, in or out, that's the mentality they have. So they'll always like, it's it's the whole textbook, like uninformed optimism when they start something new, they're gung-ho and everything's going to be perfect. And then they eventually hit a place where they can't adhere to their meal plan or they they're out somewhere and really want something and either they stick to their quote unquote diet and they're have start that train of negative self talk about, you know, am I really going to be able to do this forever? And then they eventually will cave or they just cave and they binge and then they, they're like, my diet's over and they go back to whatever was normal and they gain the weight back it's this all or nothing mentality when it comes to this. And that's because that's what they've been sold for years, you know, by all, I mean, like you said, there's so many billion dollar brands in the fitness and weight loss space that that's centered around this stuff. And our belief and what we teach is that at the end of the day, you are a human being. You're not a robot. You have wants and desires and good days and bad days and times when you're motivated, times when you're not motivated, times when you feel like you got a lot of willpower, times when you don't feel like you got a lot of willpower. That's life. So the only thing that you will ever stick with is something that you can be easy on yourself. You can be forgiving on yourself. You can accept whatever happened. If you go out one night and you completely overdo it at Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, you know, we use the, we use the phrase a lot. So what now, what, so what had happened now, what are you going to do about it? You're going to dwell on it and be miserable and, you know, say effort and fail, or you're just going to leave it in the past and move on. And it's this whole mentality of when you learn a strategy that you can stick with forever, and it's something that will work 100% of the time, not like an anomaly that works for some and not others. And then you learn how to be easier on yourself, how not to listen anymore to that inner critic, um, how, how to up, uproot these pre-programmed beliefs that you've been running off of for years. 
about this all or nothing mentality with this. When you do learn how to do that, then you realize that this is, that, that you can do this forever, that this doesn't need to be so black and white, that I don't need to not only not give up the foods I love, but more important than that, like, cause there's a lot of people touting like, Hey, you can still eat foods you want to eat. But like the approaches, even with that are still like super over analytical, super obsessive, adhering to meal plans, things that just aren't natural for a human being to do for any extended period of time. So that's why we always tell people we do not believe in meal plans. I know that's contradictory to what our industry does, the reason we don't believe in meal plans isn't that a meal plan won't cause you to lose weight. It's because a meal plan is a bandaid. It will fall off eventually. So we teach over and over and any, anyone watching this, that, that is a permafit client knows this, that we always are talking about this, whatever happened, it's cool. It's all good. Just keep going. Just keep moving forward. Like whatever happened, happened. You're a human, like accept what happened, forgive yourself um, and keep moving forward. And that's the mentality that you have to adopt. If you want to be successful for 28 days and join some challenge, which a lot of you are probably going to do January one, you're going to join that free 28 day challenge and you're going to throw out all the crap from your pantry and you're going to, it's on, it's game time, right? You know how that's going to go down, right? So, and that's because it's all or nothing, black or white, balls to the wall, short term mentality, setting yourself up for failure. The thing that you don't realize though, is every time you do this, two things. One, you trigger your body's natural self-defense mechanisms that are there to prevent you from starvation. So anytime you try restricting things, those self-defense mechanisms are triggered. They're going to make it harder for you to lose weight again in the future and easier to store fat, which is why oftentimes many of you listening probably will try reverting back to things that used to work and you realize they don't work anymore. And that's when you really start to panic, right? So that is why the only thing, the only thing, the only thing, the only thing is if you change your mentality from short-term to long-term on this, okay? Who cares if you lose weight for three weeks? Who cares if you do a juice cleanse or some detox or give yourself an enema and lose 10 pounds? doesn't matter if you're going to gain 15 back Right. The only thing that matters, I haven't heard that last one, but the cleanses and the detoxes and the teas and the this and the that. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. And wouldn't you rather just never have to worry about it again? I mean, isn't that much more fun? And it's so doable. That's the funny thing. It doesn't need the the reason it's so hard is because you're making it hard. So it's this whole short-term versus long-term mentality. It's this whole black and white mentality. Um, never going to work. It's not. If it hasn't worked yet, just be honest with yourself. Do you really think it's going to work now? And now every time you do this, not only are your self-defense mechanisms triggered, but you've stored another data point in your subconscious mind about why you can't do this, why nothing's going to work why you're just destined to be this way, why you always self-sabotage, why you just, you always start off strong and then lose it. That's just who you are, right? That's just who you are. It's complete bullshit. It's a bullshit story that you believe because of your past experiences with this stuff. I've had them. Gordon's had them. Everyone we work with at Permafit's had them, but they don't have them anymore. That's the key, right? Any, any of that stuff can be uprooted. Any of that stuff but you got to first change your mentality around this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that yeah. stuff is yeah. it's subconscious guys. Like you don't even know it's there. You don't even realize it. And um, some people have the insight to, to be able to tap into that, like the introspective nature to, to look inward and say, all right, yeah, I, I keep repeating this pattern of looking for a quick fix or looking for this all or nothing approach. And maybe that's not the right way to do it. Maybe that's why I'm still stuck. Maybe that's why I start and stop and start and stop and I don't get anywhere. Some people have the ability to do that. Most people don't. Okay. Most of our clients, when they first come in, they don't, right? We, we hold their hand, we walk across that bridge of fear together, and then we start embarking on the journey. And along that journey, 
that mindset is created, okay? And we deconstruct all of the bullshit, all the inner dialogue that tells them the opposite, all the stuff that tells them you got to be perfect. You got to play like a robot to get the result we're talking about. Break all that stuff down. Eventually, those distinctions are made. And when those are made, that's my favorite part of what we do. Scott, I don't know if I ever told you this, man. That is my favorite part of what we do is when I can have the time with somebody over the over their journey and see the distinctions happen, right? See the breakthroughs happen, see the light bulbs go off. And when that happens, the reason I love it so much and it's so fulfilling for me is because I know that that person who may be 42 years old is going to live another 42 years or 50 or whatever in actual vitality, like a true state of vitality where they won't have to expend all this mental energy, thinking about it, wondering what to do, wondering what comes next, banging their head against the wall. You know, honestly, I hate to say this, but like crying at night, looking in the mirror and hating what they see. Like when people are able to move into a lifestyle where they never have to worry about that again, nothing feels better to me than that and seeing that because that's cool. Right. And yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. And when you, you know, I bet if you, I bet if you polled Gordon, if you polled, women we've worked with at permafit i bet if you asked them the biggest change was not the weight that they lost or fitting into a bikini like that stuff's cool but it's what you just said it's a, it's the it's the freedom of knowing they're not gonna have to worry about it again it's the mental shift the mental transformation that occurred along the way and it's funny because we you know we posted in here the other day about one of our clients amber and I, I had uh, the breakthrough call with Amber when she was inquiring about permafit. We had a phone call, like we always talk about, on you know, in this group and on these podcasts and, and lives. But I had this breakthrough call with Amber. It's probably six, seven months ago. And when I was talking to her, I could tell, like, she was just defeated. Like, she had tried so much stuff. She was going to cancel her call. Like, she wasn't even going to do it. And then she figured, why not? And when I asked her what she wanted... Like, I'm like, I, I think I'm pretty clear on what's not working for you, but like, what is it you want? And she, I remember like, again, like, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it was something to the tune of like, you know, if I, if I lost 20 pounds, I'd be really happy. And I could tell it was like a bullshit answer. It was like, uh, you know, because I've never been able, like, you know, that's my thing. I just lose 20 and whatever. And I remember saying to her, I was like, that's cool. But like, like, what, what do you really want? Like, if you didn't have these limiting beliefs that made you just throw out 20 pounds, like, what are you looking for? And I remember, like, I could tell, you know, I know people from talking to people, I, I could tell she thought I was full of shit. No, she did. But she was also at a place where she was just like, you know what, I'll, I'll try this and see what happens. And, and now we were just celebrating on our, on our group coaching call the other day that she's down 60 pounds already. She's literally 60 pounds. This is a woman that never even thought 20 was possible. And that's what we say all the time is that when you understand how this all works and you do it in a way where you can be easier on yourself, you don't need to restrict yourself, you don't need to be a robot, well, then it just becomes it's something you do. And it's not about the results coming. Like we're not touting to be the fastest weight loss company in the world where you lose 50 pounds in a month. That's not what we do. But what we do is that when you do get this down, all you keep doing is showing up because it's really not that difficult and the results keep coming and they keep coming and they keep coming. And what we see all the time in the permafit community is that there goes another 15 pounds that I'm never going to have again. That's very different than when someone does keto and loses 15 pounds or in the back of their mind, they're like, Oh, it's a matter of time before this comes back on. Right. So we all have these limiting beliefs about ourselves based on our past experiences. And if you struggle with this, whether it's been for a year or for the better part of your adult life, if you've always been the chubby girl, you were made fun of in high school. Like we, we hear, we hear it all, right? Everyone's a little bit different where they came from, but at the end of the day, you operate from a program behind the scenes that you are not aware of that dictates your beliefs on this stuff. It dictates what you think is possible and what you think you need to do. And it also pre-programs these things that happen like self-sabotage, starting off strong and then binging, putting yourself last because you're a mom and the kids come first, whatever other excuses and rationalizations we make. That's all because of programming. When you drive to work, 
do you think about every single second? Are you paying attention to everything that's happening around you in that car? Or do you just drive the work? You just drive the work. That's how our minds work. You're not conscious most of the time. You operate automatically. And how do you operate automatically? Well, you, your mind has to use something to automatically. So it takes everything that you put in it for the past 42 years and it creates a program. And it's like, I'm going to take what I know and I'm going to predict out what to do. And it's going to happen automatically so we don't have to think about it. That's how this works. So until you can interrupt a lot of subconscious programs that keep you doing the same shit over and over and over again, a different diet, a different pill, a different 60 day to this or 29 day to that or fitness app, or this one's free. This must be good. I'm going to give this one a try. I'm going to give this a try. I, I, I hear that all the time. We say it at Permafit, there's no more trying or wanting anymore. This is about having, there's no trying. It's not like, let's try a diet. It's okay. It's game time. We're doing this now, Like there's no more trying. And I agree, like Gordon, I think the biggest shifts are seeing the people that were just littered with doubt and skepticism and how that gets melted away. Does it happen overnight? No, of course not. But does it happen? Yes. And it's a pretty cool thing to watch because once that happens, that's when you have permanent success because you now know your mind can't talk you out of it anymore. Yeah, that was good stuff. (laughs) Guys, everything he said is 100% true. And, um, you know, a lot of people ask like for, for different like sources of information from us, book recommendations, things like that. I highly recommend <laughs> a book called the theater of the mind. And, um, when you read that, you're going to learn about two pieces of the brain that are essential for what I just described. One's called the basal ganglia and one's called the prefrontal cortex. Okay. So for you science nerds out there like me, you might actually appreciate how your body does this programming and how your brain will take information, process it, analyze it, and then store it in the back and then recall it when you need to, like when you drive. Again, you don't think about driving, you just drive. And the reason is because it's stored in the back and your, your prefrontal cortex, basal ganglia relationship knows how to tap into that and utilize it for you to take action, okay? And by the way, I want to be really clear about something. When I get on a on a call with someone, a strategy, one of these strategy sessions, and we're talking about where someone wants to go, and they use verbiage like this. Oh, yeah, I just figured I'd get on this call and like give it a shot, you know, give it a try. Give this thing a try. Like I just said, guys, if you bring that to one of our conversations on the phone, we're gonna have a conversation about that right there. Okay. That's not something that that's not a mindset that you can have going into this. So I will stop right there. And we'll have a conversation. And sometimes, guys, we don't proceed past that because it's not a good fit because that person is still stuck in this idea of, I just want to dabble in a, in, a, in a transformation. I just want to dabble in what Permafit does. No, there's no dabbling here. Okay, this is about people who want to make change, right? And maybe if you're still saying that, then you're not as serious as you think you are, right? If you're still saying like, ah, I just kind of want to try this, try that, try this, try this, then you're not serious about making a transformation, like actually making a change in your life with your health and your fitness. Okay. So when you can get to that point where you've decided I'm making a decision that I am going to make a change with my health and with my fitness, I'm not going to dabble. I'm not going to try a million more things. I'm going to make the decision to do this, whether that's with permafit or not, I don't care. But when you make that decision, guys, that is the first piece of actually achieving transformation is being decisive. Okay. So I just want to be really clear about that. Um, all right. So we got one more here before we kind of punch out. Um, the last one, the last lie that you've been told is that the longer and harder and more intense your workouts, the better. Okay. Meaning you have to work out at either a certain heart rate or in a certain duration of time. Uh, heart rate would be like your intensity, right? A certain duration of time or um, a certain uh, absence of resting, like no rest periods, right? High intensity, no rest, no no downtime in, in, in the workout. And if you're not doing those things, you're not being effective. And if you're not doing those things, you're never going to be successful. You're never going to be able to lose the weight. You're never going to be able to get where we're trying to go. Guys, I want to be really clear here about something. When you're going through an exercise, when you're going through a workout, okay, and use that term, workout. When you're going through a workout and you are 
sweating your ass off and your heart rate is like 150 beats per minute the entire time and you just feel like you're going to die, right? When you get to the end, if you're like, man, that was a great workout. I feel so good now, okay? Please understand. I get it, all right? What's really going on is everything in your body is heightened, okay? You got adrenaline going, your dopamine is high, your serotonin's flying, you're obviously sweating, your muscles are a little fatigued, right? And so, and, and you have something called oxygen, uh, an oxygen deficit going on, which is why you're usually breathing heavy at the end, right? All those things give you the idea or give you the feeling that I just did something amazing for my body. I just did something amazingly beneficial for my body. All right. Now, while there's nothing necessarily wrong with doing a big workout like that and feeling that depleted by the end, please understand that that is actually not what creates fat loss transformation. Okay. I know as weird as that might sound, it is the truth. Okay. That is kind of the byproduct of what you should expect to feel if you're training for a competition, if you're training for an actual sport, an actual, an actual athletic event of some sort, that is the level of intensity you should probably be going to. Okay. Or maybe if you just like really want to work on your arterial health, your lung capacity, your stamina, great. Those workouts are going to probably have some beneficial effect for you in those areas. Okay. But they don't map to body fat loss and the transformation that we're talking about here. They do not map to weight loss. Okay. In fact, one of my really good friends, he owns a CrossFit gym near me. I think they call it a box, CrossFit box. And he tells me all the time that he gets people that come in and they want to lose 50 pounds. And the first thing he tells them is, this is not the place you come to lose weight. This is the place you come to build functional strength. This is the place you come to build stamina, endurance, and some of these athletic qualities. This is not the place you come to, to get weight off. Understand? And he loses customers, but he's happy to do it. Right. And, and I love that him and I, understand this, and Scott, I know you understand this, that high intensity stuff like, like CrossFit. Okay. I actually really like CrossFit as a model, but CrossFit kind of stuff is not for fat loss. It's not for weight loss. Okay. That's for athletic functional strength performance. That's it guys. You have to understand that's a completely different conversation. I know way too many people, women in particular, that sign up for CrossFit with the intention of losing weight, not knowing and not realizing that it actually doesn't map to that. Okay, I want to be really clear about that. What maps to that is a completely different way of training, where you're only really training three, four days a week, maybe a little more if you want to, but that's really all you need to do is about three to four days a week, 40 to 45 minutes, right? Time under tension, slower hypertrophic movements done the right way with the right strategy is what's going to actually get this result. Okay. Uh, I think to date we've only had like maybe one client out of, I don't know how many hundreds uh, combined between everything that we've done who have had any kind of cardio as part of their thing, as part of their program understand that like it, it's just not it's not a factor okay <laughs> it's not a factor in body fat loss it's not a factor in this result that we're talking about um and i can tell you right now like i don't do cardio for fat loss uh never did never did do my transformation scott didn't either it wasn't until i actually stopped cardio that i got my transformation to actually pick up steam and then it turned into an 85 pound fat loss transformation and Scott, the same thing. It wasn't until I'm going to speak for you, my, my man. It wasn't until he stopped doing cardio that he uh, and and all these other things, CrossFit, that he started to see his body fat loss happen. I think that was about a 40 pound transformation, and that's when he cut out cardio. Okay, same with his wife, right? Who went through a pretty amazing transformation herself. She went from all cardio to the model that we teach here, and she got into amazing shape and has kept it for I don't know how many years now years, not months, years. Okay. Um, so, you know, you know, I've personally talked to her a couple times and I, I, I know the kind of stuff that she eats and like, she's, she, she's not starving herself. She's not cutting carbs or anything like that. Um, it's everything that we teach here. Okay. So, so please understand that, uh, you don't need to be doing these crazy long, high intensity, <laughs> super long endurance workouts. Talking about. Okay. So, so those are the five lies right there that you guys have been told. I'll just hammer down these real quick. Okay. The first one 
is that you have to eat clean. The second one is that you have to cut out all carbs or sugars or both. The third one is after 35, after 40, that age range, that everything goes downhill, that you're completely screwed, that you're never going to get the body back that you want. Um, four, that you have to be perfect 100% of the time. And if you're not, that you're going to fail and you're never going to get where you're trying to go. And then five is that your workouts have to be super long in, in duration and have a higher level of intensity the entire time to actually be effective. Right. So those are like the five major lies, guys. By the way, again, they're all bullshit. All five of them, every single one. Right. Um, so now, Scott, uh, before this, we had talked about maybe potentially adding in a sixth. Right. So I'm going to kind of divert over to you, my man. What is that sixth lie you want to get into? You want to get into that? Yeah, I mean, we kind of we kind of brushed on it throughout. So I don't want to spend a ton of time on it now, but. The, the, the biggest lie of them all isn't from the deceptive fitness and weight loss industry. It's your own lies to yourself. It's your own false beliefs about yourself and what's possible. It's too hard. I'm never going to be able to do this. I can never stick with anything. I'm just too busy. I don't know what to do. I can't, I just, I can never stay motivated. You know, I don't have the willpower. The older I get, the harder it is. Um, I couldn't look like that. I just liked food too much. I eat when I'm stressed. I, I just self-sabotage just who I am, whatever. Like we are our worst enemies when it comes to this stuff. We don't know we're doing it. We think it's just who we are. <clears throat> it's a fixed mindset. This is just who I am. The reason I think that is because I've done this for so long that I think this is just who I am. It's a story. And we always tell the people at Permafit when they join, we're like, you don't get brownie points for staying in the shit anymore. You don't get brownie points for continuing to live with that story about why you can't do this, why it's so hard, why this is just who you are. None of it's true. It's not a fact. It's your belief right now. And you might have that belief right this very moment. That's fine. But what we're going to do is get rid of that belief. And once you can get rid of that belief, and it doesn't happen like in a day. Okay. I want to be clear on that. This is a process. We all want a microwave process with this, but it's a crockpot process. It takes time. But when you're not, when it, when, when, when it's not so difficult for you to do, it's not that difficult for it to take some time. And personally, I would rather lose a pound a week of fat. If I have 30 pounds to lose, it takes me 30 weeks, let's say, and be done with it forever and never have to worry about it for the rest of my existence on this planet then lose 30 pounds in two months, then gain 35 back, then lose 28 of it, then three months later, gain 19 back, and then, lose, you know, like forever and ever and ever and ever and ever until it just doesn't work anymore. And now we see this all the time. I, I talk to women on the phone, they're, you know, 180 pounds. And I'm like, I bet you never thought you were going to be 180 pounds. They're like never in a million years. I was always the girl who was 125. Then I was 140, then I was 160, then I was 170, then I was 175, now I'm 180. And I'm, and that's when I say to them, I'm like, look, we can fix this. But you also can continue to choose the same approaches and beliefs you've had. And I want to paint the picture of what that does look like. Because you've got to face reality, okay? Because we always tell people, we're super nice. But we also want to be, instead of just telling you what you want to hear like a friend, it doesn't get better on its own. It doesn't just like you never thought you're going to be 180. It's the same thing you're going to say when you're 220. Okay. No one ever thinks they're going to be the Gordon. Did you think you were going to get to be, I don't know what you were, but 85 pounds heavier than whatever you are now. You probably never in a million years thought that, that was going to happen. Just happens. doesn't have like a lot of times people look at heavy people and they're like, Oh, they must just sit there all day and stuff their face. That's not really how it works. Sometimes not all the time. Normally it's just, it's, it's periodic. It happens throughout time. But the problem is if you don't take a different approach and a different mindset and different behaviors around this stuff, it will not get better on its own. So if you continue to, to believe the same false beliefs that you have about yourself and who you are and what's possible, then you are going to be that woman who continues down that path. It's just what happens. I'm not saying it's scary. It's just the reality. Like the, your, your body, the way it is built, the way it works, every time we attempt, eight times a year is the average, I think. Something like eight times a year, people attempt to lose weight. Attempt. Attempt to lose weight. Just lose weight. 
keep it off. It can be that easy. But because we've made it so difficult, it's this eight time a year thing where we're always trying something, always trying to do something, never really working. Facebook, man, whew, just like a lot of you probably found our stuff on Facebook, just looked at us like another gimmick. Here's just another fitness or weight loss app or pill or supplement or shake or detox or workout program. That's oftentimes what people think of us at first too, until they really dig in and see what we're really doing here. So, but that's the problem. It's littered with stuff that reinforces your false beliefs because the fitness and weight loss industry preys on your false beliefs. It knows that you're going to stay in this cycle. Like it keeps selling you its shit over and over and over again. Right. So you stay stuck. So eventually you got to make a decision. Do I want to continue to live with those false beliefs or, or do I not? And I get it that you probably don't know what to do. You've tried dipping your toe in the water for years and it hasn't worked. So that's why we keep saying all you have to do. And again, we don't know if it's a fit or not yet, but all you have to do if you want to take action is to book a call and let's at least talk because we know what to do. We know how to do this. You may not know how to do that yet, and that's totally fine, but you have to decide if you want to continue living this way or if you want to actually change it. Yes, it, it, it does take time. You have to learn it. It does require money, right? Like you do have to pay money for services. I get it. It requires energy. Those are, that's good. That's a good thing. It's good when you actually have to dedicate some time, money, and energy towards something because then you show up. Right. Every time you buy a twenty nine dollar workout program or some free nutrition guide, like what do you get? You get exactly what you've gotten. So at some point you need to decide, do I want to do this? What is my life worth? What is it worth to never have to worry about this again? Like, what would my career be like? What would my relationships be like? What would my kids think of me? Right. Like what what changes for the next 40 years of my life if I actually show up for myself? Because we talk to so many women that, again, as moms, they put themselves last. Oh, it's Christmas time. I got to buy gifts. I got to do this. I got to do that. I get it. There's always an excuse. There's always going to be a bill. There's always going to be something going on in your life. It's just the way it works. But the people that actually achieve a change, like a permanent change, all that is, is a story that your mind's telling you to keep you stuck. It's part of these false beliefs. It's part of the subconscious programming that keeps you where you are. So the only way out of that is just to take action. Even when your mind's screaming at you, why you can't do this, why now's not the time, why blah, 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 and blah, doesn't matter. Once you take the action, your mind's, it, that's a pattern interrupt. That's exactly what we're talking about. Cause your mind's like, whoa, whoa, what just happened? I told you not to do that. I told you that now is not the time and that we can't do this. And, and what about that thing over there? That, that thing's free. Just do, try that one first. Try that, right? It's going to play this game over and over and over again. You have no idea how much your entire life will change once you understand this. Everything changes. Ask any woman we've worked with at Permafit. It is not just your body. Everything changes. The way you show up, the way your husband looks at you, the way your kids look at you, the way you show up at work. I mean, everything changes. The way your, your happiness and day-to-day -day life, it really can be like that. And if anyone listening thinks I'm full of shit, just like Amber did, you know, I will tell you that is just your false beliefs around this stuff right now. And every single one of those can be changed if you actually get open to that and commit to yourself. Okay. Not trying to be harsh, trying to be real. Yeah. And that's okay. That's what we need, right? We need to be real. That's what coaches do. So, so guys, if you do want to book that strategy call, I mean, if you're in Facebook, watching this i just put the link in the the notes the comments below but you can do so by heading over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call that check it out and our website is just obviously permafitforlife.com if you want to see more of like the proof that we have uh, how our approach is set up and kind of the pillars that make up how we do what we do i mean there's a lot there so i definitely encourage you to check that out but when you're ready to make that call and you're ready to make this change and you've made that decision i mean look it's it's christmas eve 2020 okay it's the end of what a lot of people think is the shittiest year of all time okay so if you want to go into 2021 with some momentum and you want to make 2021 a complete 180 from 2020 prioritizing yourself putting yourself first putting your health first 
is a big piece of being able to make that happen. And if you want to explore what it's like to work with us and make that happen, cool. Again, you can do that at permafitforlife.com forward slash call. Okay, so uh, that's going to do it, guys. We're going to punch out here. This one was a little longer, which is cool for me, but I don't know, you know. I think we lost a couple of viewers along the way. Um, so that's it, guys. And don't believe these these lies, right? These lies are all bullshit. So if you get nothing out of this, make sure you you understand that. So, um, all right, guys, for those who celebrate, Merry Christmas and um, Happy New Year. <laughs> we are going to do one of these next week, but Merry Christmas at the very least. Uh, guys, have an amazing rest of your Thursday, and we will see you in the next one. All right. Take care, guys. Take care, everyone.